1: and each Backpack Broadcasting patron receives exclusive perks. Your support helps Backpack Broadcasting create more of the original content that you love. Visit Backpack Broadcasting's Patreon page and become a patron today. Episode 37 of the Ain't Hard to Tell podcast. Dexter Henry Brian Fonseca here. Yep. Yeah. And we have a guest. First guest in the new studio. Yes. Gotham Podcast Studios. Shout uh, out, shout out. It is Gerard Hector.
2: What's good, y'all? What's up, man? Chilling, chilling. Finally got me on here. Told you, Brian, talking all <laughs> this smack for months.
1: Oh, we are gonna get you on this pop,
0: bro. I said it's gonna it. be dope. I said it. For it's a... gonna be dope. I've probably been telling him. Got my since.
2: colleague Erica on
0: before me. <laughs> got
2: all these cats on before me. I was like,
0: damn, son, it's so, like that. So like, I've so like, probably so like been you're in your feelings, man. You do it in your feelings. I, listen, challenge. in my feelings, oh, challenge. Listen, listen. Have you ever done the in my feelings challenge? Like in private? I mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. Not, not
2: <laughs> <Nope>. <laughs> and nope. Brian knows. Nope. Drake's nope. my dude. I, I, I rock with Drake. He oh, cool. We've talked about that. He We're
1: cool. going cool. to talk about
2: that. With all our music.
1: I mean, look. I, I mess with Drake. Yeah. He's
2: not.
0: Uh, oh, I know
1: I, he don't. Because we'll like be
2: in the group him. chat, and he's like, man, anybody <laughs> listening to no Drake.
0: And I, did, I
1: don't be like that.
0: <laughs> you know, his last album was he cool. He the, the first disc.
2: You know what I mean? It <laughs> had <laughs> like four good songs. <laughs> no, I'm
1: with him. I didn't really care for the second disc. I mean,
2: it,
0: listen I like Nice For What Nice For What is dope I
2: like, I like the, the like a New Orleans Bounce Sound Look, it's hard to put out two discs So what's that, 40 You know
1: 20, anything over 20 songs
2: that's a, It's a hard to put out I mean, listen that's Which like, is
1: why I don't think most people should do it It's
2: like Missy Elliott Syndrome, right? Like I always said about Missy Like she put out an album every 18 months Because she's trying to get out of that contract but That's what I was thinking Did he do it? she waited one every three years And put all those hot songs on should be hot fire. Did she he, still is hot fire, but
1: I agree. Did know. he
0: do that to get out of a deal though? Yes.
1: Well, this was the last thing for him. So to then he could finally
0: start making more of his own money. He's a free
1: agent. After yeah. This release. So obviously, when you do a double disc, that counts as two albums. See, he can do his own thing. Too much, too
0: much, yeah. too much of his, his money is going to. That's already.
1: also why we saw things like More Life, which is yes. a horrible project. Yeah. <laughs> and saw, Don't tell the Drake fans yeah, yeah, that. No. I mean, look, I'm not a Drake <laughs> stand, but I mean, I can't just bumping that More Life. Not me. Show your face.
0: Hey, I I know people. But I mean, like they're there a couple they, tracks. They think Drake could do no wrong. They think Drake could do no wrong. Views. Views
1: was okay. Mm. A little too long. Okay, but well we know that. <laughs> not. Anyway, let's, 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 not take, let's not take away from Gerard. Uh, Gerard,
0: you... Gerard's here for the smoke. We just all for the smoke. And gotcha. you know what? I'm here for it, too. <laughs>
1: Gerard, you may have, uh, for those you don't know, you might have seen uh, his work. He does some work for BET, Black Sports Online. You also see him uh, on MSG. He's done a lot in the New York City area as a sports journalist. Uh, we like to do this for everybody we yeah. have that comes up here tell us about your journey to, it's always a journey yeah cuz
0: you right. didn't cuz you didn't start off here no
2: no You're, you man. had the career change too i, I had the career change you yeah. know so for me sports is always and entertainment is always my first love um I'm a lot older than I look. Black don't crack. Gotta 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 <laughs> love that. Are you
1: gonna drop the age? Because Brian always gets on me for dropping the age. I mean, I'll drop it. I'll be forty in November. Okay, yeah, black so. black don't crack,
2: black don't crack. <laughs> But
0: not when I met you and yeah, you told me you were like, like thirties. <laughs> I was like, What? <laughs> like well I same with Dexter. Yeah. The yeah. same with Dexter. I thought he was still Listen, in his late 20s. We, we don't have a lot
2: of advantages. That is the, that is the
0: one advantage that we got. We got to ride with that.
2: <laughs> um, no, so, you know, I was doing the corporate thing, and life was successful, making good money. I was married. Talked to you guys about that before the podcast. Mm. And then things shifted in my life, right? Got divorced and sort of have this momentary crisis where you're like, okay, I got to hit the reset button. But I actually could hit it because we didn't have any children. There's besides splitting up common property and stuff like that everything, yeah. everything's good right yeah. now been worse. now mind you i'm not i always say that people like i don't recommend people go through divorces <laughs> as a way to restart your it's life it's real messy it's, it, can, it's, it can be it's me- it can, it, it can be. be messy but it's also emotionally and like you you you're going through some stuff when right, you when you right. deal with that right yeah. but once i got to that point i was like well i can actually reset it now Well, what is it that you actually want to do with your life? Because now this is it, right? You don't – ain't no more do-overs after this one. Mm -hmm. And I said, you know what? Let me see what's up with this sports and media entertainment thing. So I was out in California – I was working for some startups there, and I was finishing up that because I was like, "This is I I, I hate doing this stuff. I don't. This is this is not what I like to do." Mm. And similar conversation that we had (laughs) off airport. We we sure did. (laughs) And uh, I'd known Robert Latell, CEO and founder of uh, Black Sports Online. Shout out to Rob for years. You know, either like talking at him on Twitter, arguing about stuff. He's like, "Listen, man, you should do some work for us, whatever." Mm. I was like, "All right, I'll see what's up." So I started just you know doing Uh, posts out there, whatever. And I was like, "All right, in your back." Yep. And I was like, all right, man, I'm, I'm coming back to New York. He's like, listen, good opportunities for you out here. Way more to do out here. And literally, I got out here January 1 of 2016. Mm-hmm. And I think January 8th, I was at the Big Three <laughs> um, <laughs> press conference announcing announcing the league with Ice Cube. And I was like, uh, what? But it was dope because I'd worked in communications and marketing before on the other side as a PR guy, like PR running guy. PR. Right. So I knew how these events worked. I was just on the other side now. So mm. it was great. And. Since then, I mean, God, I've covered Tribeca Film, Nets, Giants,
1: Boxing, UFC. I mean, I, yeah, I've I, seen them I at all they, these things. I think, <laughs> the, I think the question people always want to know when they hear stuff like this is like, yeah, that's inspirational. You made this career change. Yeah. You got an Epiphany. How hard was it to jump? You know, I was just talking to somebody about the other day to take that jump and say, hey, I'm going to do this. I'm going to go in all the way.
2: Oh, it's hard because there's no safety net, right? And also mm. what I'm doing right now it isn't like I work at one of these places and I'm full time and I've got a salary and benefits, right? I mean, you. I know that life. You, are, you're grinding. I'm in that life. Switch, switch for me now, but I've got that life. You're, you're hustling, right? So yeah. I mean, if you aren't doing anything, you're not eating, right? So I we mean, say that all
0: the time. Right? If you don't work, you don't eat. You don't work, you're you don't eat. are freelance,
2: right? So you have got to be out there doing it. So listen, it's great, and if you want to do it, do it. But if you're not ready to put in put in that work. Yeah. But I stick to what you're doing, man. Yeah.
1: yeah. Stick to that safety.
2: Exactly. But I augment it, right? I'll still pick up communication stuff on the side and do things like that because, look, you can grind as hard as you want, but it's still about someone on the other end being like, yeah, maybe we want you to do that and we'll pay you for it. And that's the other thing. As a freelancer, are you going to pay me what I'm worth? versus what you want to pay me right and on time and, and listen you know I me mean? you know tell I mean to chase people for money you, you you know you know
1: man i'm chasing people for money right now they know exactly, they know, they know exactly who they are we, we, we coming for you don't they know exactly who they are i'm gonna leave it at that and the
2: thing is you know again what's what people don't realize right let's say the person who's doing it you know he or she works in accounting whatever yo man you salaried, you good money. When you were like, oh, it's four o'clock, I'll put his in tomorrow. No, 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 no. no. You're not setting me <laughs> back now
1: more than a day because now it's not going to go into the next week's batch. You're causing problems now. That happened to me, and I had to just wait for payment for two weeks. Again, y'all know who I are. <laughs> and I am still waiting for
3: full payment, which is a
1: whole nother issue. I know it. Now, you might it. think I'm okay because I've moved on to something else, <laughs> but you're messing with playing. As Jeezy said, you're playing with my money, you're playing with my emotions. Listen, you got, you got, that's got that something. right. I'll you do it can... In My Feelings dance for that.
2: Can... <laughs> Listen, and, and, and this is a larger conversation I'm sure we'll get into, but- don't be messing with the money, man. Don't, don't, mess with money, don't, man. don't mess with that money. Tense. Yeah, man.
1: Don't, do, don't do that. All right. So Things exactly, that I gotta learn. So now <laughs> we know we know how you got here. Yeah, um, you've done. Like you said you're doing entertainment and yeah. sports. Yep.
0: And I um, met. I met. I remember yeah. I met Gerard. Uh, we were covering. We were covering the big three last summer. Yes. It was and it, summer. Was, it was at a time, it was random, like Ian Begley, also friend of the show, he yep. was there. Yep. And it was at a time where it was random, but it was an open space for a lot of people because the draft had just ended yep. and free agency hadn't yet started. Yeah. So you kind of had that window to where it's like, yeah. hey, there's nothing to do this weekend. Let's all go to big three. So that's how that kind of happened. Um. But yeah, you've I've noticed that you've covered the Giants mm-hmm. for a couple of years, and mm-hmm. we're going to obviously get
2: into get into some the football New York Football stuff. Giants. I got thoughts. It still
1: we're makes in... me mad when people say that. Why we're do we in... still say the New York Football Giants? You know, we... I understand why you used to say it because <laughs> right. they were the New York Football right. Giants, but there's no need to say.
2: It. I mean, I, I think we probably still say it because Berman says it. So and and if you're and if you of a certain age, you probably yeah. just you're like, you're like oh, Berman said it, so now now I say it. <laughs> yeah, I just
1: uh, I'm not i getting on you. It's no, I got you. Yeah, mm-hmm. so you, you cover. You've been doing Giants. Yeah, giants, yeah. I think. Yeah. I think. I think. I'm trying to think
0: of the whole Chris Berman thing, but I'm going to save that for another Will time. What was it called?
1: <laughs>
2: no, I mean,
0: listen, Berman. <laughs> <what>? Everyone. <laughs> I liked them as a kid growing up, as we all did. Look,
2: what we, what you realize about this business and about anybody, sports guys, sports casuals, who we do. Yep. We're all people, which means by nature, we all have lowercase p problematic parts of ourselves or capital p problematic parts of ourselves right mm-hmm. and depending on who you are it's just outsized and yeah berman is problematic right like it's... <laughs> <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> but t- it's I funny mean...
0: because like you you know they say never meet your heroes so to speak right. not that i've met them but i right. like people that i know that aren't really living this life so to speak they d- can't fathom like that you're around famous people all the time. So all it's kind of like nothing to you. No. And it's whatever when you meet somebody and they're a certain way and whatever. So a lot of people we do meet are nice. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like for mm-hmm. example, we were just talking about UFC. yeah, And in the in uh, the build up to that UFC yep. 217 rematch with yep. Rose Nama Yunus mm-hmm. and Joanna Yo mm-hmm. mm-hmm. nailed that last name. That was yeah. good, uh, man. I like the pronunciation <laughs> I was, I was He was, that, he was practicing it. He was practicing. <laughs> but, but 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 they I, I did practice. It. I did practice that before, <laughs> before we was in before we was in the luncheon and April and I never <laughs> forgot that. Uh, what's it called? Uh, but interviewing the, like people like that, yeah. like you meet them, they're incredibly nice people. Yeah. But like, yo, know, you're just being around famous people all the time, and you kind of, I don't know.
1: I don't have expectations. I don't know about you guys, but I just don't have. No, expectations I, I
0: just look at. It, I guess my point is, I just look at it differently now. Because before, I think you could the be. Does like, change you? In that this, way. This, yeah. I've said like, there's in. I can't even think of a handful of cases where I'd be starstruck to meet somebody. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. you say Freddie Gibbs for me? <laughs> I, think, I think it would be. Oh, yeah, Freddie Gibbs I, for I, you. I think you. You would might pass out. Yeah, you, like you I don't you... think you pass
2: out. Yeah, you, 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 yeah. Freddie Gibbs, you can walk in here right now. You'd be like. <laughs> nah, I'd be cool. I'd be
0: cool. I'm pretty sure I'd be cool. <laughs> no. I'd be cool. No. Now, Sasha Banks? You know what I'm saying?
1: I don't know if there's anybody that walks in and I'm like. This is a good question. It's a great question, and I don't know. We're now we're getting off.
0: You're more in that entertainment You know what's interesting about entertainment? So. Because I've
1: met some people in entertainment yeah. doing that stuff, too, when I worked at The Post. And I had a—did I, I say the story about the, my random meeting of Jay-Z? I think I've told you this story. I think so. Um, after a Nick game. But, yeah, I, I, Jay-Z— Yeah, yeah. You, did, you, came did, into, you did. Long story short, Jay-Z came into an elevator. It's me, Fabulous, Spike— and we're in the elevator, and I hear somebody's like, "Yo, hold, hold up, all that." I'm like, "I know that voice." Jay Z came in the <laughs> elevator, and he sees Spike, that was, and he puts his hand out right. to give me a pound, and I'm like, like "How old were you? How old were you?" <sighs> and, were you with the post? Six, twenty-seven, yeah, something about that. All right, so you, but you, but then you, you're you're an adult. I was you grown up. So you can't not to be yeah. yeah. Out. Okay, so you can't yeah, fanboy. Yeah, yeah. out. Yeah. Yeah. Somebody should have just slapped me <laughs> <and> <laughs> the But you know, Jay Z's my favorite artist, right, and right. I was just like. Oh, what's up? Right. <laughs> yeah, know, if, but it was cool. Yeah. It was a cool moment. But
0: it I was not like, oh my god. If it, I met Nas or Freddie Gibbs, I don't think I think I'd be cool. Honestly, it, it Kendrick is, Lamar, I think I'd be
2: cool. It yeah. is interesting, I right? Know. I think what what I've noticed from it is. And, and and this is sort of me, and I never want to let people know. But look, what we get to do for a living is awesome. Yeah, and I, also, oh, yeah. I also people, it beats working for a living, right? Yeah, like,
0: you're just gonna I'm, have to deal with being underpaid for a while, right? Then. And you also, you know,
2: <laughs> I always tell people they're so like, they'll see my Instagram. I'm like, Yo, I'm like, yeah, because I only put the stuff that you want to see on Instagram. You don't see me up yes. till three a.m. working on who's this person? What's their free throw shooting percentage from? But you know, you don't, don't <laughs> worry about all that. You don't, you don't see all right, that right. like stressed out on prepping my my interview questions and all that. And in the meeting famous people, you've done so much research on them, you just get to a point where you're like, you know yeah. what? You're cool. It's funny. Like, someone who you might not think, like, I love movies and TV and all that. I met Glenn Close, um, hmm. let's That's see, this. in the spring. I mean, she, and, you know, Glenn Close is, like, one of those, like, OG, like, act, I mean, And I walked up to her, and I was like, oh, Glenn, just uh, wanted to introduce myself. She's like, um, what's your name? And I'm like, I'm Gerard, blah, blah, blah. Oh, and I was, like, just telling her about her stuff, and I was, like, um, damages. I was, like, that's probably one of my favorite things you've ever done. And she's, like, some good writing on that show, right? She's, like, <laughs> totally, like, downplaying, like, I'm Glenn Close. Like, you know? It's like,
1: not about me. It's, it's about, about the writing. About the right, writing. Right, right, and right, right,
2: that's how so many of them are, right? And you realize when you meet these people, they're just people. Exactly. They exactly. happen to be really exactly. good at this thing that pays them yes. a lot of money. But, they're just, but they're just people. That's it. Yeah. That's, why you never that's all it that really and, is. And that's how I approach them. That's why I don't freak out because they're just people. Athletes same way.
0: Yeah. You know, and, and a lot of them don't want to be sort of recognized as like you know like you and they respect relax. you more when you're cool. They do. I think they do. <laughs> yeah. and it's
1: one thing. It's, it's why you also can't be surprised when you find, the, like you said, I think the majority of people are good, but there's some athletes who are you know they're yeah. gonna be jerks. Yep. Yeah. And it, it happens, and I'm not surprised by it either. We've definitely encountered some athletes who are jerks. Um. Yeah <laughs> <laughs> wrap, we, wrap, we, we we run into some yep. Yeah,
2: yeah
0: I've covered a couple AJ Broner fights <laughs> <laughs> Damn He went straight for the I, didn't,
1: I, I had think, to throw in I, I didn't think we were going to Put names out there <laughs> No, Broner Brunner, Broner Broner I, mean, I mean, Stevie Wonder can see that like, <laughs> there, 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 <laughs> I mean, Stevie actually can Adrian see AJ Broner's
0: very entertain. <laughs> Aaron Broner's very wildly entertaining But there's, there's just some athletes You'd prefer to just You know, kind of be distance from yeah you know what i mean sure. like i'll be in the scrum but you know what i yeah, mean I'm like, not gonna, yeah 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 i yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. really trying to engage yeah, yeah. danny jacobs the- is there let's talk you know what i'm saying right. like it, Jerome it is, is, it is interesting talk. though
2: about the scrum and i know we're probably already off off topic Who but cares? The, we the, got the, time. the scrum <laughs> and i talked about this with so many people and obviously it's what we do now so i don't give it a second thought yeah but the scrum is such a strange place and you guys know what i'm talking about right Man. these dudes are legit Fresh out the shower, I don't like, and scrums, we're all
1: standing okay. around, and I'm like, no, <laughs> man. Okay. Like, well, I, I want, and I wanted. I'm so glad you went there, Because I think this is the first public conversation I've had with fellow reporters about this, outside of just being an event. Yeah, let me let me just bring this back, so I can bring this yeah. back to what Gerard was saying.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: A scrum, for you don't know, is when all the reporters are around a particular player, and they're going to interview them or now, coach or coach. To what Gerard either. is saying. This happens a lot in football, more than any other sport. Mm-hmm. You're in the Giants or Jets locker room.
2: Good Lord.
1: You, it's after it's a after practice period, especially during training camp. You are waiting for the players to shower, then go to their locker right. and talk to you. Right. Sherrod so could back me up on this because he's been, in, I used to work for the Giants. People know this, but people mm-hmm. who've been in there more recently. Yeah. Everybody's waiting there for this guy to come out of the shower and then the guy will come to the locker, okay? So now you know he's got to dry off, he's got to put on some lotion, he's got to do whatever he's got to do with his hair. Mm-hmm. And people will start inching closer to his personal space. And I'm like, "Listen, what fam. are you doing, fam? Why is this why would this ever be okay?"
0: Like just just like just waiting
1: like, oh, and, I'm going
2: to be in front of this. And Never. and then you got some situations <laughs> like Rod Tidwell, not nah, air dry.
1: <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> and it's like, uh, you know, but you know what? I'm mad at him because he's supposed to have his personal space, well, and he's trying to make everybody feel uncomfortable. I'm mad at him, and that's the there's thing some other giant it. players I wouldn't mention who used to yeah. just walk across just, the yep, straight the whole, out He <laughs> used to walk like, straight whatever. out naked, <laughs> and do and I, I, never, and, mean, and I haven't
0: and, seen and, that no, in no, the NBA yet.
1: No, NBA guys like are pretty good about it. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. That's
0: what I figured because I have it is interesting though
2: because the other part about why and it's. I understand yeah. why the reporters inch closer because you want to make sure you get in the front row so you get your question out.
1: However- Or video to get the or, best or shot. Your video, right, 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 then, right.
2: But listen, man, there has to be a level of, you know, decorum or just, come on, people. When like, I used,
1: so people are going to ask me what I used to do when I was a video journalist shooting video. I would always, I'd stand there mm-hmm. and the spot with a reasonable distance, yeah. and I would turn my, either my back or turn sideways. That's what I would do. Now, here's the problem. Once everybody else starts inching up, and you got to inch up because you don't want your organizational outlet to be like, "Yo, why you didn't get that shot? Why yeah, did you it, get that yeah, zen? yeah, yeah, right, so right." It. So now you got to be part of the creepy club. And <laughs> guy, <and> the creepy club. <laughs> you're right on top of the, you're right on top of this other man. Yeah, and it's like, yeah, can you get some space to change?
2: It's it's wild, man. Often times I'll stand by the PR guy or or lady, depending, and be like, "Yo, just because." It makes me feel better. You know what I mean? Because, look, I get it. But, again, you want to get up there first because you want to get the first question in, the yeah. whatever. Yeah. And that's happened to me a couple of times. And that's why I like NBA better because those guys generally we wait till they get dressed. When the Rockets came in, and it's sometimes everyone's rushing. Okay, they're getting dressed, so it's hard. And then we're all sitting there. And then he's, you know— you also want to wait for them to give you a verbal nod, like, okay, it's safe yeah, to ask yeah, questions because yeah, yeah. 'Cause they're on their phone and you want them to look Harden's up and be like, this thing, and he gets up and he's like, Okay, anyone wanna ask me a question? And then we're like, All right and then you just right. jump in and it's this weird cause you don't want to sit there and watch a human I don't care. Man, whatever, watch a human another human being getting dressed. It's weird. It's awkward.
0: Yeah, yeah, but yeah, It's
1: just awkward. Yeah. I agree.
0: I don't even I don't even like scrums that must to begin with. I mean we have to do it. But, them, there's, but also right.
1: weird, there's also a lot of other weird journalists next to you too in these scrums. <laughs> and you, to, you sometimes have to experience things you
0: might I not mean, The super serious the super serious You know what I mean? Like, super serious. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. Yeah, because I'm not super serious about this. I'm like, bro. If you want to ask your question, go ahead. We're in a scrum. We're all gonna get the same. And I get it. The beat
2: writers, listen.
0: Oh, they have. Yeah, they have. yeah, Yeah. And
2: I oftentimes will cede to them just because they have to fill up a column or every day with the. So I'm like, look, man, my viewership, if I'm writing for Black Sports Online, they don't really care what someone said after the game about, yeah, I felt pretty good. They, yeah. No, but they don't care about
0: it. And internally, do you really? Not really. I don't care. I mean, <laughs> I don't.
2: <He's> you see, <laughs> like, when I ask questions, I generally ask questions about nothing that has anything to do with the game. Especially if it's like a pre or something like that. I'm like, yo, what kind of music you're bumping? Whatever. Yeah. I'm trying to get anything else besides, because I know what you're going to give me. Standard. Yo, know, both teams play, it hard. Like, okay, both teams fun- play hard. hard. Okay, man. Both teams play hard, my it's,
1: man. It's funny, before we, we just take a break, the beat writers, they sometimes hate the evergreen questions <laughs> that people will ask. or they'll give them. A they, oh, side yeah, because yeah. get, it gets them off their topic of what they're doing. They'll give you guys the side eye. Yeah, idea. yeah. But I'm like, everybody's got a job to do. So my thing with scrums is everybody has a job exactly. to do. Exactly. And as Gerard is saying, need to respect other people's face exactly i think that you know what we need to make the rule book on how you handle scrubs because a lot of, <laughs> a lot a lot of y'all out there and this goes to all the journalists out there a lot yep. of you guys are doing it wrong perpetrating you're not, you're not respecting the people
2: y'all fates. are habitual line steppers and you know who you are out there <laughs> yeah, y'all, habitual yeah. line steppers <laughs> literally line steppers yeah. all the way
1: all right yeah. when we come back we're going to talk uh a little NFL, which I know Gerard is hyped. To we're talk. gonna get, we're gonna we'll get controversial. About, uh, <laughs> we're gonna talk about uh, people with mean tweets, nice, and, and what they're doing, and how things are going on in sports. We'll talk about all that when we come back on episode thirty-seven of the Ain't Hard to Tell podcast.
0: Sports Guru is the place where fans talk about sports via video. All videos are 60 seconds or shorter. Sports Guru makes the video look more professional and fun by adding automated on-screen graphics. You can follow your favorite sports by team, trending, new, or by people you follow and more. Type in the title of your video and it will automatically that's right, auto—magically go into your on-screen graphics. It's just that simple. Tag your teams and publish sports. Let's talk sports.
1: All right, welcome back to the Ain't Hard to Tell podcast, episode thirty-seven. We're calling this one the Sean Alexander episode. <laughs> yeah, Gerard wanted Jerry Curl, Pedro Martinez on, <laughs> on the Expos, but uh, he has been overruled. <laughs> Yo,
2: Pedro was a bad. I mean, his whole career was a bad man. But Expos Pedro, people forget about that dude. Nice with it.
1: Yeah, he
0: was. He was, he, was, he was.
1: he was. He's one of the greats. The basketball
0: sure. history of number 37 is pretty awful, though. Yeah. It's, yeah. Like, it's like just, you know, Meta World Peace, <laughs> Nick Van Exel Derek one Fisher. year. Derek and it Fisher. wasn't It wasn't like not this, this Meta World Peace who I shouldn't be calling that. His name is Ron Artest. But yes. mama named him Ron Artest. Yes. I'm going to call him Ron Artest. And yeah, exactly. But it's just a matter of like that wasn't his peak. You know what I mean? Yeah, At his peak, yeah. he was in the stands, you know, fighting people. Wearing 15. Yes. yes.
2: You <laughs> know, funny you did the whole mama call him so... Back to our famous person segment Met Lawrence Fishburne And I wanted to call him Larry so bad To his oh, face when I met him But I was like Nah he kind of nah, big you know, I, I was like he kind of big Let I would, me I, done that. I was like let me go ahead And just call him <laughs> Lawrence what you going to call that man Lawrence <laughs> His daughter's a porn star right? <laughs> that, is, she,
0: that, that, is, is, <laughs> that is correct That is correct That yeah.
2: correct. is correct <laughs> <laughs> gonna And, 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 and gonna I, I wasn't like,
0: going to ask him questions About that either I'd be curious to know I just He's that learning he, about that. He's
2: from
1: him.
0: Have you watched this? He's,
2: he's, he's actually a very cool guy. Very cool. I but don't like, want to hear that but from no, I, I ain't asking no questions oh, like I got that. Some questions.
1: Uh, All right, so Gerard, we talked about uh, you covering the NFL. Yeah, what you're covering the NFL in this interesting time where, yeah, there's man, a lot
0: as of, a black man, as, yeah, you're covering, <laughs> as a black reporter, what's
1: it like covering the NFL with everything that's gone on with the uh, yeah, what's being wrongly called the anthem protest? But everything that's gone on there, what is it like? Yeah. Cause, that.
0: cause we know you don't rock with, <laughs> with, with you know NFL like protocol. Well, so man.
2: in general, and Brian knows this about me, Dexter. We haven't covered a game together, so you don't know. Yeah, I do not come out of the media room before the national. This is anthem. true.
0: This is true. This is true. He does not. He stay. He stay. He's. Like, I ain't coming out I, for that.
2: I, mean, I stay in the back, usually yes. eating, or I'm on my computer doing whatever I got to do. And the times where I forget and I don't know and I'm out there, I am actually angry that I'm out
1: there. <laughs> so. Let let me also always going to be clear for the audience. When this is my experience too, when you're at MetLife Stadium, yeah, and they're playing the anthem yeah. in the media room, yeah, everybody in the media room will yep. will usually stand, yep, take their hats off, yep but there is a place behind where the seating is in MetLife Stadium where there's they have all the food. Yep. And MetLife, one thing they do is they always have a good spread. Listen, that's spread <laughs> You get, get spread.
2: breakfast and lunch and because lunch. you're there
0: early before
1: kickoff and, and be then, snacks, you know, when hey, listen, late.
2: man.
0: I got to go to MetLife for a game. Not,
1: yeah, not
2: a, 9 a.m. to, cover, to right? about 4.35 on Football Sundays with the Giants. That's where I am yeah, eating man, all my man. meals. Delicious.
0: I wish I cared <laughs> about football,
2: man. Yeah. But,
1: uh, <laughs> but, go, but, go, but go back so you don't
2: engage. No, I'm either in the
1: bathroom or
2: back by the food. It's a fact.
1: It's a fact. He and will, the times I'm out there, the I screen, get
2: angry. I'm
0: like, we'll be in the workroom, and he'll stare at the screen and be like, I ain't coming out there for that bleep. Listen, <laughs>
2: <laughs> let me just be clear because this is going to go out there on people to know. I am a first generation American, very proud to be an American, happy to live in this country. It's the mm-hmm. greatest country in the world in many respects. But that doesn't mean I can't criticize it or be angry at it for things that I don't feel are right. And you're not going to force patriotism on me or force it down my throat. No one does that like the NFL. And and that's what they do. Paid <laughs> patriotism, you should say. Well, yeah, that's true. Right? It's, and that's yeah. the thing. All you people who show up to these games buying your camo hats and all your nonsense thinking that you're all patriotic. Listen, man. Do you people know who Brandon Ketchum is? No, they don't know who Brandon mm-hmm. Ketchum is. Brandon Ketchum is a um, a, a war veteran mm-hmm. who recently uh, tried to get benefits at the VA. Couldn't get him. Dude killed himself, 33 years old. You know, people who say they care about the anthem and, and our and our, and our our troops. No, you don't. I didn't see no posts on Facebook about Brandon Ketchum. And I got lots of people who, you know, were a cross-section, who their politics are, let's just say, capital P, problematic. Okay? No. But you want these players to stand up and toe the line and do what they got to do. But you ain't got nothing to say about these veterans you claim you care so much about. No, you Mm -hmm. don't. You buy these fake camo hats and think, yeah, I'm supporting my troops. I stand and I put my hand on my heart. That means, no, you are playing into a larger system that has nothing to do with the actual thing. Listen, this country was founded on protest. And how do you think America got its freedom? dissent they're like nah we ain't trying to pay these taxes no more right. we're out on that right <laughs> we're out that's how we got freedom from great britain mm-hmm. hello dissent and civil disobedience is how things get done and it's just and so, it's not comfortable and and it's never comfortable you know people love to say oh we rock why can't these guys be like martin luther king jr as if people were on mlk's side when it happened
1: but see i also I, hate when yeah. they
0: say oh martin luther king jr was a republican you, and well, as if as if the parties don't listen, change philosophies all, over the course of, of time. All of those
2: people, ask your parents and your grandparents, if they're still alive, who are, are around at the time that MLK was doing this thing. Mm-hmm. What side were they on then? Not where they are right now. It, listen, in death, we know he... Oh, yeah, you was right. Yeah, We know that now because that's the winning side. You weren't on the winning side when it was happening, though. Come yeah. on, man. Well, here's the
1: thing, too, right? You can't also... When people do I hate when people do that thing with, with, with MLK because if it wasn't for MLK and other people who uh founded a lot of protests, right. whether it was a Montgomery bus bus boycott, exactly. whether it was different sit in exactly. Yeah, yeah. None of those were comfortable. Like when it, protests are meant by nature to They're make me- people th- feel that's uncomfortable.
0: That's the thing that's the thing that has always really bothered me about like where people stand on the Athens protest because they're like, oh, why don't they just do this at a different time? They shouldn't be doing no, no, that's the time that to do it time.
1: because look at how you're reacting and it got your attention. That's the point. You know what I mean? Yep. If you had done it at a different time, it would not have got this same thing. If, if they said, oh, we could do it on their own time, if they did it when they walked out of the parking lot of the You game, ain't paying attention to them. Nobody's paying attention to it. Platforms do matter. The yeah. times do matter. The use of that platform matters. People just don't and like being uncomfortable. Gerard, what Gerard said, I think, is... is Hundred percent point. I've said it before in this podcast. We know from all this stuff we're seeing, it's not about the anthem. Right. It's yeah, that's not, yeah, not yeah. what. Yeah, 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 that's yeah. not what the folks that are mad about it are mad about. It's about who's protesting and not coming face to face. It's about yeah. That protesting. Who's yeah. Pro-
2: and what they're pro- and what they are protesting. Yeah. And We that's know in important. this country. Yeah. If you are a black professional athlete, you must always show deference and appreciation for mm-hmm. what you got, boy, because. <laughs> Aren't you so lucky that if you're you get— Because
1: you're not, you're ungrateful. That's, the, that's how it's going to get— You right, are
2: right. so lucky you get to play this kid's game for millions of dollars. I don't want to hear you say nothing. Right? That That is— right Because that's the mindset that has been indoctrinated. And it's interesting because I, I talk about this all the time. You know, the terrible isms this country was founded on, they haven't gone away, right? Just because, you know, Abraham Lincoln signed some document in the 1800s saying that, that no more slavery, okay, but— you you didn't actually replace a system whereby this country was built upon, right? Slavery mm-hmm. was an economic system. Right. Okay, just because you got no more slaves that doesn't mean you replace that. And so now you've all these later laws that prop up, right? These sort of this white supremacy, which is what this is. And this is where we are right now. So anytime a black athlete does anything that is outside of where they are supposed to be. It causes issues. Listen, Colin Kaepernick is more of a patriot than any of you people who are out there saying stand up for the anthem. Because if you are a patriot, you care about your fellow citizens and their well-being. And
1: freedom of their speech.
2: And- All citizens, right? Not just the ones that look like you and live where you live and do what you do. Should care. About I mean, I should- mean, yeah. yeah. Just
0: look, look at the way, but look at the way we handled, and we're going to get into this too. Josh Hader, Sean Newcomb, mm-hmm. Trey mm-hmm. Turner, mm-hmm. and the, you know the old tweets from their past. Look at how we handled that. God forbid, you know, that was Andrew McCutcheon, Chris Archer, you know what I mean? I, Curtis Granderson. I, I, and, and we'll get into
1: that because I heard somebody I heard somebody in a radio station try to bring up what if it was that. I'll get into that for a second, but I want yeah, to get yeah. to it would be
0: handled much
1: differently. I think so too. Yeah. Speaking of all this, the, with all the stuff with the yeah. anthem protests. Yeah. Uh Jerry Jones, Cowboys owners come out. <laughs> Jarrah. He's basically Look, he's basically been trying to punk his players, talking about look, you guys are going to stand on the line. The Cowboys are going to stand total line, total line, hand over heart. He's <laughs> mm-hmm. telling exactly how they're going to do it. And then you've got Dak Prescott, and you've got uh, mm. Ezekiel Elliott. Mm. Who I want to know what. Yeah, mm.
0: we're gonna talk, right. we're going <laughs> we gonna play. We this.
1: also we also did. and I want us to listen to this audio. We also have Dale Hansen, who did it. Look. He just ethered Jerry Jones. Let's take a a listen to what he had to say, and then we're going to react to that.
3: Cowboys owner Jerry Jones has been talking this week about getting this football team ready to play in another Super Bowl. It has been 22 years since they have, and only three playoff wins in those 22 years. But Jones talks about that almost every year anyway. And he has been talking too much this week about all the problem the NFL is still having off the field. Jones and his son Stephen were saying the other day that any player who takes a knee and doesn't toe the line during the national anthem won't be playing for the Dallas Cowboys anymore. It's incredible to me that a player can beat up a woman and play for the Dallas Cowboys. A player can use illegal drugs time and time again and still play, but you take a knee to protest the racial injustice in America and now you've crossed a line that he will not allow. Jones loves and respects the national anthem so much that when it was being played before the start of practice Saturday, he left his cap on. And when he was told about the mistake he was making, he still left his cap on. He who makes the rules apparently doesn't have to follow them.
1: All right, guys. You heard what Dale Hansen had to say.
3: <laughs> I thought
1: all the points he made were great, and it was important to hear that coming from not just a, somebody who works in our industry, but especially even an older white man, which is what Jerry Jones is. So another older white man appear, is, yeah, well, appear, appear, yeah, is saying that what you're doing is hypocritical, right? Agree with Dale Hanson or, or no? Oh, listen, oh, on, man. We, 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 we rock hard with Dale. <laughs> like, I know
0: you had to set up the question. And, and Dale,
2: <laughs> listen, D- Dale, you, you guys know, Dale's an OG. Dale's been doing this down in that local market for a long That's time. That's another big thing about
0: this, too, is that he's been there. Yeah, and, yeah. And, and, and He's he, experienced the full Jerry Jones yeah, rise, listen, you know?
2: Jerry cares about one thing, <laughs> his pocketbooks and the Cowboys winning. That's all. Nothing trumps those two things. Uh, Trump, trumps. See, 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 <laughs> see, see, well, see what no, I did there? No, I see, see what you I you did there? there? <laughs> but that, that's who Jerry is. And so anything that alters the order of those two things, right, yeah. problems. Yeah. Okay? And again, it is what all the owners are doing. They are placating to a specific segment of their fan base. And this is interesting about the Cowboys because, and uh, Pomani Jones, who I know is someone who we all uh, respect we all, and yeah. listen to, mm-hmm. yes. uh, talked about this. The Cowboys might have the blackest fan base in the NFL. He right? did say that, yes. Because if you look around moon, I think. at, like, jerseys, sales, and wherever, a lot of black fans love the Cowboys. But Jerry don't seem to care about them dudes. But, are <laughs> they,
1: but maybe a lot of those black fans aren't showing up at at uh, Well,
2: that, that, that's right. Because if you look in the stadium, that's who Jerry cares. About the dudes who are gonna stop paying money and showing up to his games, buying their camo hats. I know, and I'm, I'm keep coming up to hit anybody who wears a camo hat or a camo jersey. I am coming for you. So you're know, you know, coming you for it. You,
1: you know. don't want that? uh Ain't hard to tell. Camo hat. We're about to.
2: I drop. mean, if it's ain't hard to tell, I'm a rock but that. That's a whole different. That's what i like a. It that's depends. Like a on Black why you're wearing the camo? That's a, that's a Black Panther is militant it, kind we, of thing. We don't. We don't
1: have any camo. Yeah. Okay.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it depends. Is it stylish? Is it patriotic? I got camo shorts. But that's a New York staple. (laughs) I think think that you're also
1: bringing up the point, not just to Jerry Jones, but to the larger NFL, Yes. when you see how they react to the fans, this is just broadly speaking with the NFL. The NFL's going to react to how they think their fans are going to react to Correct. something. Whether it's this, whether Correct. it's the Jameis yeah. Winston suspension. Correct. When the fans show what they either care or don't care about, the mm-hmm. paying fans I'm talking about, mm-hmm. that's how they're going to react.
2: Here's who the NFL does not care about, and it is clear in every action Women. they've taken. When We, we, we yeah. do the NFL does not care about women, okay? I know you people want to buy a little pink jerseys and whatever. <laughs> That's how they make money, people, newsflash. They actually don't care about women because they hire domestic abusers to work on teams all the time, right? Yep. Je- Jerry Jones, prime example of that, Greg Hardy. They don't care about black and brown people, right? Very obvious. You better toe the line, do this, do that. We don't Listen, they don't care about the issues these guys are protesting because, look, most of the owners – we're Trump supporters and are Trump supporters. And are, yeah. They funded his campaign. Yeah. They, listen, Trump attacks the NFL every chance he gets, right? Calls them sons of bitches. Like, sorry, we,
0: no, okay, can I curse on him?
1: No, we bad. can have it. All right. <laughs> no, but-, but Actually,
0: no, I think that's fine.
1: That's fine. But, we know, <laughs> but we, know, we, know, we know that because he he knows that they supported him and he's going to have their ear and this is why he thinks that he could tell them this is what y'all need to do. So
0: what do we think about, uh, you know- our boys from Dallas. <laughs> oh, Dak Dak Prescott. Dak and, Prescott uh, and Ezekiel so Elliott. Not really, you know. Listen. They they have a lot of back down in them, it Zeke? seems. Zeke? And I know I understand they're in a tough position. Are they? But they're really not. You know what I mean? Like well, Zeke is on in the a, outside looking in. Zeke. Is
2: Zeke is in a very tough nothing. position.
1: Because a year ago he was facing D V charges. Yeah. And he now has to look at Jerry Jones like, yo, you saved me, man. So what's he gonna do?
0: See, my thing is I wish I wish that they would just, like, no, like, I'm not going to play. Because what is Jerry Jones really going to do? Well, and and think- can't If anybody on that team can challenge him, and I don't want to speak for somebody else's pockets, whatever, whatever, but if anybody else on those teams want to challenge him, They could do that. That Dak Prescott was really Dak Prescott was really dismissive talking about football brings me peace, whatever, whatever. And I get it; you're playing for your first big contract. Yeah, he 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 don't don't got no money yet. He he, hasn't gotten that level of financial security. That might actually
1: be the reason why he. I thought about this some more. Although I agree with all that, I think that would be the reason that he has some leverage because how would Cowboys fans? Because this one, let's let's talk about these fans for a
0: second. Mm.
1: These fans might not like. People taking a knee for the anthem, but you know what they do care about? Wins, wins on Sunday. Wins. <laughs> they care about wins on Sunday. So now you tell me after week one when Dak Prescott's contract is guaranteed, and he's arguably, you could say, maybe the best value at quarterback in the league for what they are paying him. Yeah, could argue you that. you get rid of that guy? Could argue that. You're going to cut that guy? That's what I'm and saying. And the fans are going to be cool with That's that? That's
0: why I would love to see him do it. I feel like if Dez Bryant was there, he would probably do it. Dez would do it. And I, 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 <laughs> you know I think what I'm saying? The thing about Dez is, though, because— And it's not, not even—we're what talking about doing yeah, also. Yeah. It's, it's not taking a knee necessarily, but it's just not really reacting to Jerry Jones in the way that he's right. demanding you right. to, boy. Zeke, you know what I mean? Zeke, like, I think.
2: Zeke has the—look, yes, Jerry did help him out with that DV situation, which—and I hate to like downplay it. I'm not. I mean, that was serious stuff that he, that he was um, involved in. But that's an opportunity where he could turn the tables right there, right? Because, look, you saw what Jerry did to get him back on the field. Right. So it's like, look, man, you don't have to go to the extreme, but you don't have to carry all this water for Jerry, right? You don't, you don't need to tow and parrot out Jerry's message. He right? You don't need to do that. You don't need to do that. It's unnecessary.
0: And if yeah. you're another player, why would you want to play for the Cowboys after hearing that? Like I understand, like in some respects, it you might be, be hard a, for me personally. To you might that. be a fringe NFL player, yeah. and you don't have any yeah. other opportunities. And, and that
2: is the difference between the N- NFL and the NBA, right? Yep. The non-guaranteed contracts are huge. NBA guys, look, NBA is a players' league. The star guys, LeBron, Kevin Durant, th- those guys run the league. Okay, yeah. they can do what they want to do and put pressure on owners yeah. and GMs and the league office.
1: Which is why you have that league. Supporting all these players with their social activism. Look at what the Milwaukee Bucks did with the Sterling Brown situation. Look how quick they came out on company letterheads. Company,
0: yeah. yeah, but yeah, but Sterling Brown's not getting a standing ovation. And, <laughs> and, well, yeah, well, that's a good segue. We could
1: transition to that. Well. Sterling Brown, Sterling Brown is not a star player. And look at the support that he had. I'm I'm not going to lie. I'm not going
0: to lie. Probably a majority of people did not know who he was before
1: that. They probably thought it was um, the actor from This Is Us. Sterling (laughs) K-Brown. They just just missed the K. Like, they didn't know. You're right. You You know know what's interesting?
2: I bet if you—and look, Brian, I talk about this, and this is like a little theory that I like to posit out. Mm. What sport is your primarily favorite sport tells me a lot about you and your politics. Mm. And it's generally pretty easy. When you know, I know what? That.
1: I think that's I think that's kind of that is kind of interesting. Right? That is kind uh, well, of well, well, in, well, in, 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 in this country, especially,
0: especially, yeah. there, there, especially. there are some things like I'll I'll put it to you this way: I'm a big I'm an MMA fan, right? But I don't really rock with Dana White's yeah, or whatever. And, and I think combat. I think and I think are, I think MMA, not boxing. Right. MMA is very much you know a white man's game for the most part. I, I I think so mainly even I'm, though it even though you know it there's a lot of Brazilians obviously yeah. because it's huge in Brazil I, I'm, I'm mainly thinking the four main
2: sports and the college sports right though
0: oh well if you like college sports more than you like well, pro
2: sports yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I already I, I already <laughs> know where you're coming we've from we talked
1: about oh, that we here we didn't talk about something that happened with that when we were off during the break And I had a discussion with another fellow journalist who claimed that college basketball— You don't remember this? Why are you looking at me like this? I'm trying to remember. How do you not remember this? Wait, wait, wait. He said college basketball is better than the NBA. He said college basketball— And and, and I I took him to task about why that was probably— It's on Twitter, so if anyone— Oh, oh, oh. And
2: and he used all the code, like, they try harder, they hustle, they play defense in college.
1: In in, in fairness to (laughs) this— And they're selfless. In in fairness to this (laughs) person— They were reacting, and in my opinion, a little bit of overreacting. They were overreacting to Demarcus Cousins going to Golden State. I and they that. were saying, This is why I can't watch NBA anymore. College, and, this, and he put the hashtag, College Basketball is Better. So I then said, When people tend to say that, it seems to be
4: mm-hmm. a very loaded
1: statement. <laughs> <laughs> so what, what, the hypocrisy I called out, and I called Brian and I had a phone conversation this night. Yeah, that night. I said, <laughs> What I find problematic is, is that I only see this term used in the NFL and the NBA. Yep. Nobody would ever say that AAA baseball <laughs> is better than MLB baseball. Correct, because bro. Because it would be stupid. Yeah. Nobody would say AHL hockey is better, is better than, than NHL than hockey. Because that's dumb. Because it would be absolutely ridiculous. <laughs> and then he tried to say, oh, what I meant to say is that. Like, ah, uh, yeah, I yeah. <laughs> Backtrack, yeah, <laughs> if yeah, found it more entertaining. But mm. here's the thing. I like this reporter and we've known each other we've worked together we know of each other so it's yeah. nothing any bad We, I, I said that I understood where he was coming from but I had to make my point that I was just tired of hearing that narrative surrounding the NBA and NFL so you hear that that's annoying. Sorry, this is my little rant on that. No, 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 but it's
0: absolutely true. It's that's absolutely. what I. That's what I do. But you, you, you. At, to Gerard's point, you can tell a lot. You just in general, not even sports. You can tell a lot from somebody from something they like. That's why one of the things that I do on Twitter so actually.
1: What, what can you tell about Gerard because he likes
0: drugs? <laughs> <laughs> he, what, he
3: stays in his feelings. What, <laughs>
0: <laughs> but what what I could tell what I could tell about like one of the things I do do on Twitter now is if if I'm about to follow somebody or if somebody follows me is I look at their likes on Twitter because a lot of people say oh it's just social media whatever whatever but no that matters because if I see you liking a lot of you know right wing stuff or left wing stuff I can you know tell certain things about you if I see it's only sports I can tell that you're trying to use that to only stick to sports maybe to use (laughs) that as a therapeutic type of thing or to you know avoid your problematic political views I don't know but it's like I use that as a tool because what people like like, you can pretty much... Th- what's the saying? I can show you who you are by showing you who, who you friends hang are. Yeah, yeah, by showing you who I'm, you hang I'm, around. My, my mom and dad always say For sure. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like so it's the- like you could take your five best friends, and you can pretty much average out how they act, and you could be like, oh, okay, I can see where you Why get... Where you fit in. yeah, in yeah. The yeah, yeah.
2: Group. I mean, look. Again, back to where we originally started. It is awesome being in an NFL locker room covering football, covering just pro sports. Again, as I said, it beats working for a living. I mean, it is work, but it's a different kind of work, right? Yeah.
4: yeah. But yeah,
2: just because I cover it and I like a lot of the guys and what have you doesn't mean I can't criticize the sport or criticize how I think they're doing things. And again, there is no game without these players, right? Right. No players, no game. Mm -hmm. And I just think that, again, if we really like to champion ourselves as a country, as a place that's, you know... Land of the free, equality and justice for all—all all the lovely things we love to pat ourselves on the back and say. Well, we can't be—we're disingenuous if we are angry at these players for what's going on. The NFL literally blackballed Colin Kaepernick out of the league. You were telling me right now there are thirty-two starting quarterbacks in the NFL better than Colin Kaepernick right now? Nope. Nope. That is not true. That's
1: not true. I have to agree. Yeah. All right, we're going to break here. We're going to come back. We're going to talk about mean old tweets being dug up is that problematic that people are (laughs) digging them up or are we kind of exposing Folks, maybe the way they should. Also, a little UFC talk. Gerard is a huge fan of a show that I kind of stopped watching a little bit ago. <laughs> Power, but I, I know he's a big fan, so we're we're gonna talk about that and how messy or how good this season is. Not really sure. Love it. Well, you love it. All right, we'll talk about that when we come back on Ain't hard to tell podcast. It ain't hard to tell where to get the latest merchandise from Backpack Broadcasting. Gear is now available via T Public. Visit the Backpack Broadcasting T Public online store to get shirts, hoodies, mugs, and phone cases. Represent your favorite backpack broadcasting shows, including the Sports Walk, Sideline Stories, and of course, the Ain't Hard to Tell podcast. Check out the special offers for our podcast listeners at http colon backslash 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 l-i-c backslash backpack. Get in the game with your official backpack broadcasting here today. Welcome back to the Hard to Tell podcast, episode 37. Shout out to Sean Alexander. Our guest <laughs> is Gerard Hector. You can see him on BET. Uh, he also does some work for Black Sports Online, and he's also on MSG. Did you notice? Did you notice that Dexter said
0: Black Sports Online? <laughs> Listen, man, we, we we need
1: to
2: be clear about that, right? <laughs> well, I, well, I, well, well, here's the thing, because I was
1: like, I knew that the other two I was gonna do by acronyms, BT and MSG, right? So I wanted to give Black Sports Online the full thing. I That's right. No, but so, you, no, but it's not even that. PSO. But
0: you you didn't say Black Sports Online. You said Black Sports Online. <laughs> That's I what I'm I saying. Emphasize you got emphasize emphasize. And, and, yes. and you know what's funny about that? <laughs> Every day, did, you notice that, P? did I emphasize? That? <laughs>
2: <laughs> Every day, someone on Twitter will come at us and be like,
1: "What if there was a white sports online?" Or like, "I'm sure, I'm sure you get." So that. Erica talked about that right? in sports. So well, shout out to Erica Fernandez. And and shout, right. shout
2: out to my homegirl Erica. And the thing is, and we always say it, we are not a site for black people. We are a site curated and run by mostly black people. Right? There is a difference. Because right. we cover everything. There are plenty of white stories on our site. Go in there. Look around. Is yeah. there? Like, yeah. it just happens to be, hey, mostly minorities that work there. Because guess what? Not a whole lot of opportunities for us to do that in other places.
0: Yeah. Right. And also, if you want a white online website, you could watch Fox. So, <laughs> there cool. you go.
2: Like, no problem. You, you like, get money. Yeah. Fox, you Fox, if you want to hire me, don't. To... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if
0: they running to do that. <laughs> I mean, they got Jason. W- well, never mind. Yeah, yeah, no, no, J- Jason Whitlock. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah no. it's a different case. No, I'm you know saying you ain't, no. they do have Shannon Sharp, but I then again, Shannon he used Sharp. to play football. That's so true. That's that. That helps him out.
2: Yeah, we 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 gonna, we gonna leave that gonna where leave that it. is. They got Chris yeah, Broussard. Yeah. Chris Broussard. Yeah, Br- Broussard. Who?
1: Who? Broussard has gotten a lot more. Spicier since going over there. Yeah, man. He, re- he used to be. I ally- like,
0: and he's called out Whitlock. So yeah, no, no, no. i, he'll, he'll I, I I've, I've, always, I've always liked because Whitlock is problematic. They also Let's got be honest. They also capital got, P problem. They also got Nick Wright, who's very progressive
1: and has a black wife. See for another name.
2: Oh, <laughs> <laughs> we, we know what we know. What name he's <laughs> going there? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right, moving on. All right, so
1: thing that's been going on, guys, in. Sports a lot lately Yeah mm. Old tweets are being dug mm-hmm. up And they're real messy And they're real problematic You've I got, got, I got mixed feelings Racist about stuff this. Sexist stuff mm-hmm. Homophobic stuff So there's two There's two things here Yeah That thing needs to be talked I about I got mixed One, feelings About this too <laughs> Is it okay I think it says something that people are digging up these old tweets, especially when they're seeing people have success. Right. So Josh yeah. Hader's in All Star Game. Yeah. Somebody goes and finds this. Right. Uh, Sean Newcomb's throwing a no hitter. Right. Somebody finds these tweets. Right. I think it says something about society. Oh, without well, question, are doing that. Yeah. And
0: Trey Turner got it. I don't remember um, what was the instance, but I think it was a Phillies fan as the Nationals were beating them in a the game or something yeah, like well, that. that right. White Trey, by the way. And and and, <laughs> <laughs> and and Brian,
2: you you hit it on the head. What is fan short for? Fnatic, Fnatic, fanatic. Yeah, yeah. Who, yeah. by definition, is an irrational person. Yeah. Right. That's yeah. what a fanatic this is. is. I don't, this is why I don't really call myself fan of. Well, things, because we're not fans certainly. anymore. Like, I mean, we may be fans overall of like the NBA or the NFL as uh, leagues or whatever, but in terms of like fanning out or fanboying over players and teams, right. That's not what we do anymore. Full circle. You know. And the thing about this is these tweets are being dug up again by opposing teams. When you are beating my team and I'm angry because I'm an irrational fan, I'm going to dig up your tweet history to find out, did you say anything problematic, and put it out there. Not because I care about what you said back then, but because I want to make you feel shame. Why? Because yeah. you're beating my baseball team or my <laughs> basketball team or my football team. Yeah. What?
0: They're not, this is stupid. They're not they're, doing it in a way that's cleaning up the streets. Yes. They don't care about They don't that. care about like, the actual no. issue. Sure that these guys are saying you're it.
2: throwing a no-hitter against my team and i'm mad
0: yeah so that's why yeah so that's
1: i like to like cry baby that's literally what it is
0: that's what that's where i find the problematic thing about it is act the act of actually doing it however i do think that it's interesting on the other hand that they're revealing to us what some of these players were saying and thinking no doubt when they were quote-unquote younger but i'm like bro Well, me and Josh Hader are the same age. This is how I drew the correlation. So me and Josh Hader are the same age. We're both born in 94, right? And you young as hell. (laughs) Yeah, I know. (laughs) We're both both born in 94. 2011, 2012 is when he was saying, you know, racial slurs, gay homophobic slurs, things like that. When I was 17, 18, I had just hopped on Twitter for the first time. And I knew back then I wasn't saying those things publicly or whatever i wasn't really feeling those ways period and he was just saying like oh when you're a kid you kind of say what you feel and i'm like not nah, nah, really nah, when fam. you're 17 Listen, 18, nah, 18 nah, you know better already i
1: have to draw the line somebody said this when they were 13 and 12 and even then i still think it's problematic look when you were 13 and 12 you knew if you said something that was homophobic you knew if you said something right. that was wrong was racist yes. you knew if you said something that was sexist where are we saying that? Where are we drawing this line where we know what those things are? And I'm going to say, 17 to 18, you damn well knew these things were sure. like homophobic, sure. racist, sexist. There's no way you did not know that.
0: Do you think it's a bigger deal if, like, Sterling Marte has some old tweets in his past where, you know what I'm saying? Where he's talking about maybe white players in a certain way or things like that. I I feel like we would make a bigger deal about that. I think
1: anybody saying anything Mm -hmm. where they're not caring or being sensitive to other groups is absolutely wrong. I don't care if you're black, white, whatever. But I think what Gerard brings up, and you're saying too, is if there were people out there on this crusade that truly were about, Mm -hmm. hey, you know, we need to respect everybody, we need racial equality, we need equality across genders, we need to respect women, and, man, we need to do this, that would be fine. But yeah. this is not the witch hunt that these folks seem yeah. to be on. It's just like, yeah, you're made you you're beating my team. Yeah, I'm and gonna, I'm mad. Yeah, I'm going to try to destroy your career. Right. And on top of that, guys, I don't necessarily feel like the league's involved in this have shown Mm. that they actually really care too. Because if you look at what happened with Josh Hader, it was like, oh, we're putting him in sensitivity training. Please, I'm not necessarily Mm. sure sensitivity training, which I think sensitivity training is a good thing, so I want to be clear. I think anybody in any workplace or workforce should do it. Uh I just had to do it for a new job I started. But I think that Shout out to I it. think that it should <laughs> <laughs> I think that, I, don't know why you I think that it should be a part of what you do before you start a job, not like, oh, you said this and we fund this from your past, now go take it. 'Cause what helps? And what do we hear from these dudes? What they, they're all saying the same company line. It, it, except except this is something except. something I said when I was right. young and ex- I've changed my ways. How? Yeah, except, how did you change tra- your ways? Tra-
0: Traits Herder actually did say a little bit more. Yeah, he now did. I don't he know did. if it he li- did. He did. I, I don't know if that. it live up to the standards standards of what we may want well, to hear or probably should hear. But he did do a little more. Josh Haters was like just regular, you know. Here
2: use. is is what I think is the pivot point, though, and to to follow up on what you're saying, Brian, mm. and it's you can take this to the NFL as well. So oh, these, we will. T- these tweets are coming up, right? What do media members do immediately? Run into the locker room no doubt, and yeah. ask their black teammate, mm. "What do you think about so and so?" Because why your black teammate has to validate that? No, 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 he's okay because he likes me. What?
0: Le- Lorenzo Kane was the one that they were you know reaching so you, out for about the Josh and Hader the thing, thing is although I will admit I I think I might have tweeted this out I was curious to f- see what Lorraine C- Lorenzo Kane thought about that I'm not <laughs> I was you know curious. what I'm curious
1: about I'm curious about how these people, folks that say they've changed Right. how, how do they take, change and where I where I criticize the media yeah. which I think is what Gerard is going to yeah. nobody in the media will ever that, ask n- that.
0: that I want to know too and that I want to know more that's,
2: that's the next follow up question nobody ever okay you say you changed how did you change how yeah and again I'm not if, if it was well, me well if you have
0: more diversity of MLB locker well, rooms if then, it was then me, you'd probably get those if, kind of questions if it was questions. me I'm not
2: I'm <laughs> not asking a, a black player in the locker room I'm going to go to a white player <laughs> hey man what do you think about what your what your teammates said about this because it puts the black player now in an uncomfortable Comfortable position yep. because he can't now cause division and strife in the locker room by saying. I mean, he could. He could, but you know what's going to happen if he, he does. It's happen, right? And it's the same thing. Oh, so he in, gets traded. Same thing. in
1: The Russell Kane's <laughs> nice. And he that, can help another team. That next locker room gonna like <laughs> well, is going to like full of a lot of people that don't look like
0: him. Same, like th- same. A too. Same Send thing him to the Cleveland. NFL. Francisco Lindor will take <laughs> care of him. Yeah. Same thing in the NFL.
2: <laughs> Let's stop asking black players. Yo, Tom Brady, what you think? Aaron Rodgers, what you think? Uh, look, oh, I, I you know, look, you, know ask, him, you know how Tom Brady does. Yeah, I know what they think. But <laughs> I, I want I want them to say but it. They though. don't have
1: the, they don't have the pressure to answer that. And the, and Josh Hader, when you see the league do this and the media, because I do hold the media at fault for not asking these questions. Yeah, this is in turn where the media seems to not care. But we talked about the diversity back. Mm-hmm. The league seems to not care. This is how you end up with a whole bunch of people in Milwaukee giving this man. A, a standing, standing ovation, ovation in the same city. What, where? Which, which <laughs> is one of the most segregated cities in America. In the mm-hmm. same city, where a man was arrested and assaulted by the police, clearly on camera. And Sterling Brown, another professional athlete, in that city. You know, you know what I would like to do. And I don't. I, don't, I think it was Jamel Hill who suggested this. Maybe Jamel Hill, probably. yeah. Maybe you should have Josh Hader meet up with Sterling Brown. Let them meet. Yeah. Uh, and then let them talk about it up. how problematic what he's doing and saying yeah. and not caring about people who were affected by the language that he was using. Maybe he should meet an athlete like Michael Sam that's come mm. out Damn, that's and talk name. to that athlete about how that's mm-hmm. been. Maybe he should talk to some women who were victims of domestic abuse. Mm-hmm. I know he didn't say anything sexist. But I'm just saying, Still. if somebody goes in that way. That's maybe the true sensitivity. Marginalized
2: training. groups, man. Yeah, you got maybe to. you should
1: talk to marginalized groups because you're not having those conversations. Having those conversations. Who's who's running the sensitivity training for MLB? Do I know?
0: <laughs>
1: I'd like to know. Can I see? Like, can how, I see like- their staff to
0: see if there's you know some color <laughs> in there? Yeah, because I mean, like, you look at
1: a lot of the MLB. Some women in there. Yeah. Like, who's running
2: that? Now, you know what? Part of the problem, too, is, you know, when you're in locker room and media and stuff like that, you know, I was at training camp with the Giants yesterday up at he's Rutherford, and I talked to a couple of guys after practice, and, you know, I talked about some of their foundations and things that they do, but you're also, you also worry about going too far, asking certain questions, because you know the PR people are there and listening and whatever, and you know what happens, and I'm not saying that the Giants have done this or anybody else has done this. Mm-hmm. This is your livelihood. You can't get your credentials...
0: Taken Limited or taken away right. or, right? What do you think about uh, Roberto Ozuna getting traded to the to the Houston Astros amidst his suspension after the Astros, you know, kind of shot down the idea that they endorse? Um,
2: um, can, can he help them win games?
0: That's yeah. the thing. Oh, well, okay. Then. That's yep. the thing. Yep. Yep. Okay. It's so all about that. <laughs> I'm like... That's your they, answer. They came out strong against. Listen, man. And Justin Verlander is somebody who spoke out against domestic violence. Those things. For those of are, you who don't know, Roberto Ozuna is somebody who's serving. Champions. He's serving a 75-game suspension uh, for a domestic dispute and got traded to the Astros because they want to win another World Series. Here's the other thing.
1: Gerard just came out and said, can he help them win the games? Do our fans care? The answer is also no. They know the fans don't care. We talked about the fans not caring about women. Disbanded. You don't
2: that's care. that's where the biggest slap
1: in the fam. face is to me with that. It's women and women who are fans of the MLB. And if they don't believe the majority of the fan base cares and do the majority. Like, jo- like, Roberto Azuna is going to come out at some point and make a relief appearance. And, and, get, a stand. the and yep. get a standing ovation. Strike out the side. get a standing O. Yeah. The same way Josh Hader got, got a standing O. It still doesn't right? make sense. Like, and it doesn't make not <laughs> sense. They're cheering him
0: for being young and stupid. <laughs>
1: Like, it, no, it, like it you know it's it, it's this
0: idea. Look,
1: sports is
2: just a microcosm of the larger society and world in which we inhabit, yep. yep. and Absolutely. that's what people need to understand. This whole idea of stick to sports and what have you—that has never been the case. First of all, this is not even politics. This is human decency, and I hate when people say, "Oh, take your politics out." of This is not politics. This yeah. is human decency. Yeah, it's morals, right? right? Like, right? There's nothing to do with politics. It's not right and left. It's okay? right and wrong. Exactly yeah. right. This has always been. People of color and black athletes have always been at the forefront of this, right? Um, I just finished reading Howard Bryant's book, The Heritage. um, I want to read that. And it is is fantastic. It gives you the lineage of how you cannot stick to sports because that was never an option for you. <laughs> right. It was for, for black. It was never a choice. They could right. never just stick to sports. sports.
0: Yeah. Right. Yeah. Black dudes are never saying stick to sports, by the way. Hispanics, not really. Right. Well, no. People, <laughs> people of color don't never say stick yeah, to sports. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, not, yeah, yeah. you know. No, right. That's I mean, just where we people, are. Some people, it's the escape. I get it. I get it. But you can't really escape this the, stuff. Because you're trying to, you can't escape life. This is what we That's live. What, exactly. That's why you can't escape it. Yeah, see now?
1: Yeah, you look at who is like what they're trying to
2: escape.
0: Yeah, like people, like, oh, you want to call ESPN like MS ESPN just because they have a lot of people the, the, the idea that ESPN is a liberal organization, the most
2: hilarious thing I've ever heard in my entire right. life. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. do you people know who runs the Walt Disney Company? Like,
1: yeah, they're not, they're, they're, clearly, they're clearly not paying attention. So it's going to be interesting to see. If these trends continue, about people digging up uh, old tweets. Uh Before we go, oh, yeah, we, we got to talk about uh your favorite show. He's smiling. He's already. saying, "This is a big and, rich and, town hip hop in general. <laughs> hip hop in general." So we got to source a I just come
0: bit of from, from the poorest
2: part. You are you
0: are,
2: a fan, you are a fan of the show Power.
0: <laughs> I am. Um, I do weekly recaps. Yeah, by weekly the way, recaps. check me out on Black Sports Online, Black baby. Sports Online <laughs> weekly
2: recaps.
1: What, what is it that you love so much about Power? <laughs> That you've now invested your writing into
2: this. Well, you know, and, and listen, let me tell you, as, as, as my fans, of, as the fans of the, of the recap know, and they love it. We engage on social media every week. It's a labor of love, man, because you know I watch that episode multiple times and I I, I go deep on it. Mm. You know, at its core, Power's a love story. At its core, huh, okay. it, it it is about the love between Ghost and Angela. That that is what this story is about. Yes, he was married to Tasha at the time, or you know, but. Angela was this magnetic force that he could not pull away from. And uh. same and same uh. for him. <laughs> Listen, man, you, you you got a fiance, how are you it's gonna a be magnetic
1: force.
2: Is, is, is that your couldn't
1: pull is, away is your
2: from your fiance not your magnetic force?
1: Now you gonna try to catch me? Yup. because <laughs> <Like, laughs> yep, She listening to this phone right this, now. Now, first of all, I'm never gonna be hustling backwards. To ever say <laughs> that is that stupid. Like every, everybody in here is smiling. We got a producer Maddie He's smiling. He's like Dexter. Don't mess up. He's is the magnetic force in my you life. You got that right. But I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what my fiance is <laughs> not gonna want to hear. Go I'll on. tell you what. You, She's not gonna want to find out that there's some Angela. Oh no, that is magnetically pulling. No, me the other she way. don't want no. She don't want she somebody don't want else coming in, in there. That. Yeah, because Angela yes. is the magnetic force that pulls yes. away. Yes, she, she was. She was
2: I the other woman. His name. Uh, Tasha, yes, yes, Tasha. yes. Tasha. She, she played mm-hmm. by the wonderful Natori Naughton from Three L W fame. Yes, uh, Google that, folks. You don't know about Three L W. The
1: youngins like Brian don't even. Yo, yeah, he's he like Three L W. Who never heard of them? <laughs> I'm just nodding my head.
2: <laughs> <laughs> no, but you know, listen. It's at this stage. We're now in season five. Yep. We the, those of us who are still watching and me who recap it, I'm we're way too invested together. Oh, right now. okay. You know, I we, know three
4: yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
2: of Google it. Google it. Very <laughs> familiar. Yes, <laughs> but no. Listen. So you, you have that, and then you have sort of the age old question, right? Because for Ghost, the idea is, if he went down the other path, what would his life have been? Right. right? When so the the backstory is when Angela and he were kids and in high school. Their whole goal was to, you know, take themselves out of the hood and, like, you know, make something of themselves, which is, you know, what... The people, American dream. That's right. <laughs> you know, Angela got an opportunity to go to Choate, which is a, actual, a real, actual pre- prestigious private school up in Connecticut. Okay. She went one way, go stayed in the hood...
1: And went to the streets.
2: And went to the streets.
1: Which is a true story. that happens for a lot of people. For sure. Communities.
2: And, and they happened to meet again as adults, both successful, but both done differently, and ghost is like, you know, the road not traveled. I wonder. Now that's problematic when you have a wife and three children to wonder about the road not traveled, right? I mean, not what I would say is a good idea. I don't think it's a good idea. <laughs> but
1: You rode down that road. But I'll you, but way.
2: listen, but you know, when, when, once you go back to that first love and that, you know, it's and and that and really the, the show at its core, obviously those two, but it's also the terrible choices those two have made and the selfish choices yes. those two have made. And the repercussions it has now had for five plus years going on, and the collateral damage and fallout that's
1: happened. Are, are you happy with where the show is this season?
2: Um, I am. You know, I think. Look, as with any show, you hit a point, and around season four ish is when I was like, okay, Courtney knows Courtney Camp, the showrunner, knows where the show is ending. I think everybody's like, so how are we wrapping this up? Where are we going here? And how much longer are we going to keep this going? Because I think you for think a-
0: it's already ran its course.
2: In some ways, I think, because for some fans, they probably want Angela to either have been killed. Listen, Angela has done so many illegal things as a federal prosecutor. Yes. Ho- Homegirl should be locked up for a thousand years by now, <laughs> and she's not. <laughs> she somehow managed to skirt her way around the law. Now, Part of what I told people when they watch TV is you must suspend belief because that's just part of
1: TV. Hard for me to do that sometimes. It's you I'm know one of, I'm one of those people.
2: But it's that's just what TV land is. You got to suspend belief sometimes. Okay, this is highly unlikely, but okay, you got to kind of roll with it. But
1: that's just sort of where they
2: are. But I think we are so tied into these characters and we want to see where's this end game gonna gonna finish out. I don't know that we get the happily ever after ending. Well, because it's still not happily because Ghost still wrecked his original family, but <laughs> which is what he did. Ghost and and Angela are on this collision course, and the idea is, and it's or we're already now there in season five. I mean, Tasha's done; she's moved on; she's with Terry Silver. And he's already showing up at her house drunk, at, at Angela's <laughs> apartment drunk. And you know how that goes. Once you start, <laughs> once you start drunk texting your ex <laughs> and showing up, you you already know where that's going. You know what's next. So, <laughs> I mean, look.
0: I, ca- I kind of want to ask keep, if keep, anyone keep, has a bad drunk Keep text it
2: 1,000. I mean, look. Nope. I, 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 yes, I don't drink, so. I, I was married and dating the same woman for several years, so I that, I don't have those stories from I then don't But either. but prior to then, sure you drunk text sometimes or drunk call. That's just that happens. I've oh, received
0: oh. I've received drunken texts before. I'd now that I've <laughs> i <in there.
1: laughs> <laughs> love to see your face. So you like so you, so overall you, you like where it's going. It's good to know that they are that they are wrapping it up. Before we go, yeah. a couple of hip hop stuff for you. Yeah, man. Um we know that you listen to Drake. <laughs> well, I, I just said Why love story, do you look at so you me? so you know. <laughs> I, I I just
2: said a love story, so you know I'm in my feelings, right?
1: Yeah yes. <laughs> Hopefully you're not crying out to no Kiki's out there. Mm. But, Kiki, uh, do you love me? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, what, what what do you like to listen to? What do you like to listen to now? Who are you listening to uh, nowadays?
2: <sighs> you know, it's tough, man. You know, a, a lot. Uh, <laughs> That's a good way to yeah, well, start. No, it is. Uh, listen, <laughs> uh, it's, uh, like, like, uh, it's horrible uh, out there for these uh, rappers uh, 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 A lot. A lot of the new. Listen, I have a lot of younger cousins in their late teens, early 20s, and they're always, like, trying to keep me hip to what's current. That's where I get all my stuff from. And they're always like, man, you used to listen to that? Nah, we don't don't do that now. And I'm like, what are the cool kids saying? They're like, first of all, we don't say cool kids. That's number one.
1: I was like, all right, well. the kids were lit. There you go.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, litter They're like, nope, not that. Just lit. (laughs) Anyway, um, I really started getting into Cardi B recently. um, Because at first, I was like, listen, man, enough with this. These are red bottom. These are. I'm like, come on, man. I'm good with that. <laughs> I mean, I'm good. I'm good. But you know, Cardi. I was like, all right, I could What I like so much about her is how much that generation seems to love Cardi, and like, really, like, they they almost build a consensus around it. They and they will ride for her so hard. And I think there's something about her authenticity they appreciate. I was gonna. I think so. Yo, and yeah. I'm
0: yeah. like, the, you know, see, what? here's the thing. Guess, though. Here, right. here's the thing with that. So this is very weird how I'm gonna tie this into this, but. I recently interviewed Uriah Hall, yeah, UFC fighter from Queens, Jamaica. He talked about Cardi B when I spoke to him, and he said one of the things that and he really likes Cardi B, but he feels like one of the reasons that people really like her is because she's so authentic, and that is a representation of what people wish they could be. Yeah. yeah. Because a lot of people, yes, because a lot of people are living through the social media prism of just putting things out there and, and it's also just for the appearance yeah. and Cardi B is just pretty much her. Yeah. It, you know it, what I mean? It's allowing, At least we think so.
2: And that's also part of the maturation process. And we've all been there, right? Like it's hard. Like you often live your life because of what you think others are going to say about you and judge you. But we all know. You get to a point, yo, yeah, man, those people paying your bills? No? Nope. Don't it, give a damn it, about It them. don't matter. You got to do you. And even just, if they are. And <laughs> right, you, you, yep. So there's something about Cardi that I appreciate. Um, so uh, Be Careful is actually one of my favorite songs right now. I just I just really enjoy Be careful. It's, yeah, because she's kind of like, you know, I'm like, man, you're coming. you really giving it to this dude right now with this song. I'm like, okay. Good for you, you respect ma. Respect the honesty. I do. I do. I do.
1: Um, who, and else, who else do you like? Someone
2: who is capital P problematic right now. Um, but... That you like? That I like, okay. but, but I, I I ride for him in terms of oh, like.
0: Oh, I know. Where we're you fighting. know where we're going. <laughs> you know
2: exactly uh, where we're yeah, going.
0: Because uh, I got a
2: bone to pick with the both of you.
0: Can we book more time?
2: Um, uh, <laughs> and we don't have time for it. But and really, honestly, it's really every album, and it's obviously Kanye West. So I'm talking about. It's every yes. album up until Life of Pablo um, is where I sort of like draw really my demarc- line of demarcation. Damn you!
0: You so Jesus wasn't it? it? It wasn't because
2: I, I knew what he was trying to go for on Jesus. It didn't work as well as he wanted to execute it, but I see where he was Literally going. Period. Yeah. And the fact that you two, <laughs> yes. you two slander yes. the greatest album of the past 25 years is problematic. Yes, you heard it and I said it. Wait, wait what wait, album's wait, the greatest wait. album in the last? Beautiful one? Dark Twisted Fantasy.
0: Okay. Front, front to okay, end right before, okay. Front right to before, end No no no, no. The we, we, These podcast, are gonna be The greatest the, four minutes the, ever the, yeah, So the, right before right We, we, got we got started it. this We were talking about How the source rates albums And yes. the source Has since yeah. fell off yeah. And where they fell off Was probably in 2005 When they gave The Naked Truth Five stars yeah. five, mics. five mics They gave My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy Five mics Not And Dexter mic was out. like Get out of here And I'm also like Get out of here I've maintained that Kanye West hasn't made A dope record in eight years And that album came out Eight years ago So and, and, and here's here's
2: there. what I think. I, 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 think I, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. And I, th- I think I know this thing about you too. You two, with your hip hop albums, and I think I know this. You're here for bars. If it don't got bars, you do not want to hear it.
1: You're See, like, turn off. Let, so here, so <laughs> let, let, let me address that really quickly because we got we got a couple minutes. Kanye has never been a top notch narcissist no. ever. So I've known this from the jump. I love, Kyle's rap out. That's I a good love one. Late registration. Yeah. I love graduation. Too many skits. I think. <laughs> Those albums are two skits, but Kanye has always been excellent to me before, I think everything before. I like my Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy. So good. This comes across as I don't like it. I just don't think it's great. God, it's so
3: good. Come on, My Beautiful Dark Twisted
1: Fantasy is better than To Pemper Butterfly?
2: I think so. Wait, 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 wait,
1: wait, 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 wait,
2: wait, 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 wait. Not in the level of bars. Clearly, Kendrick is- wait, wait, musicality. I don't think so. You you got to go back and really go dive deep into the the actual musicality and. Here's what the we're doing. The samples and the song. And
1: not, and not just so the Here's what we're doing. I'm putting my hand on my shoulder right now. Are you going to pray? No, no, no. no. no we, we're not doing that. Right. But <laughs> what I will say to draw is, and we'll, we'll save this for an extra thing that we'll put out for the thing. <laughs> I'm going to go back and listen to My Beautiful Life Twist Fanny with an open mind. I'm not going to be biased. Dive open deep. Mind. I'm going to dive deep. I'm going to dive deep as you do into your power recap. Yes, deep. Should deep. Read. Thank you. And I'm going to come back and be like, hey, because I really haven't sat with that album like, in a real way. And I know Dissect. I I've poca- tried. Listen to dissect. Some- they re- I started it, and then I was like, "I'm not as invested as so I'm gonna do it. But they- I know they went and did it in their third <sighs> it will, season.
2: Uh, yeah, I think it'll, it's no second because third season is um fr- Frank Ocean, so it's Frank second Ocean, season. Second yeah. season they did. That. Yeah.
1: Um, first season they did Kendrick. Yes. Stuff, which, which, and listen, I think it's
2: better. I will say Kendrick, and I don't think it's a it's a both I mean, I mean Kendrick's the best rapper in the game right now. I mean, that's oh, I agree. I mean, uh, you know, I, and I my, my cousin's are gonna listen to this right now and be like, "Oh, word! What happened to Jay? What happened to Big?" I'm like, no best right now i I'm don't think he's the best, right best now, all time right now. Yeah.
1: yes right now i think so i don't think that's crazy i don't yeah. think that's crazy anyway i it's not for me about the bars i think they're, they're okay i think some of the production is okay i think it was a little too feature heavy on that album There's a lot of features and that's a knock for me with the a lot album of features i think it's a very good album i just don't think it's great in that five mic category
2: so you know the other thing about albums that i will say this You have got two minutes and guys. it's about music it's always about What it means to you at a time in your life when whatever you're dealing with or going through, whatever, right? It will, and I know this for a fact about that album. Mm -hmm. It makes me feel a certain type of way, and it's really hard for me to actually articulate it. And I actually write words for a living, but it it makes me feel a certain (laughs) type, right? And talk, it makes me feel a certain type of way, yeah. And it's the, and it's the, it's the entire arc. It's the, it's the rise, the fall, the redemption, and I just, I feel all of that, and I'm like, yeah, no, I, I, I get it.
1: I, can I get it. You know what? I can I get understand it. that. And I get it. I'll let Brian have the last <laughs> word that we gotta get out.
2: Yeah, uh, no.
1: <laughs> <laughs> See, Bri-
2: Brian's just too young. He. I'm only here for bars.
1: No, it's not, no, it's not even
0: just that. What's surprising for somebody? The age? music actually matters, but... And a lot of people, you're not you're not in this category, but a lot of people that love these certain artists, mm-hmm. to be Kanye, these other guys who are very overrated. I'm like, yo, Damn. you don't listen to some of these other artists that I listen to have other layered stuff, because otherwise you wouldn't be saying that this artist is but dope. Kanye does have you don't Kanye's, Kanye's got no 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 no. But what I'm saying is what I'm saying is that doesn't matter in comparison to. All right, that matters in comparison to if I listen to who Takashi 69 <laughs> in my daily life, <laughs> but I listen to people like Sky Zoo and I listen to people like Royce the Five Nine who just right. put out the album of the year who have very very layered material you know what i mean like so i have a different i have a different ear than a lot of other people do you only live twice is an album that i reference you a lot because there are songs in there that talk about beating a rape case that he never really should have been in in the first place
1: yeah i'm saying what both of you saying and i'm definitely gonna do it we do it for extra when gerard we're gonna come back we're gonna get some uh reaction for you about that—that's <laughs> sure. the album in the last twenty-five years. Uh,
2: I'm listen. I know what you, it's what you, what you
1: got in that cup over
2: there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on that Jr. That that I'm hand dog. Make, I'm <laughs>
0: gonna make. I'm gonna make a list of albums in the last twenty-five listen, years. And and I know that that, that was a
2: bold <laughs> statement. I'm sure you're gonna come back and be like, "It's better than this, better than this." But again, I think yeah, a, 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 a lot of it, I think, for me, is sort of
1: how you felt. How
2: how, how felt. it exactly makes me particularly feel, and it's just you. there's just something about that album that I'm like, yo, it hits you in a way. And it's when when the minute like. First of all so I was an English major it, it, it's, it starts with Roladell's Snow White in yes. a, And I'm like Yo I, I knew you were go This there. is my
1: No that is That is dope I'm like, Yo. i can't it's, knock that.
0: And then Gorgeous comes on And I'm
1: like yeah. It just feels like You're having the I know too. I What's am oh, Alright so what
0: you What do you think about His new stuff No
1: Alright <laughs> right. You know what I think that's a good That's a good note no To end it No we'll get, We're getting the sign To wrap up Gerard thank you for
2: coming on Oh thank man you Thank guys. you guys Listen
1: You gotta got come back
2: man Listen I'm happy to be back Guys Ain't hard to tell You guys are the truth We gotta to-
1: I want the ain't hard to
2: tell intro outro music on right now. I'm so hyped. Oh, you yeah! Like, I'm glad you like the outro. Yeah, Shout out play to homage <laughs> B to produce, produce that. Yeah, um, man, good stuff.
1: All right, man. Don't thank forget
0: you. people, Patreon and the ain't hard to tell store. Yes,
1: ain't hard to tell store. Yeah, man, Bible is merch, man. Yes. Yeah. Thank you, man. We appreciate. We appreciate. Appreciate that. y'all. All right, thanks. That's Gerard Hector again. You can check him out. Uh, he writes for Black Sports Online, BET. You can see him on MSG. This is episode 37, Ain't Hard to Tell podcast. Dex Henry, Brian Fonseca. We're out. <laughs>